this is Dr. Michael Hogue, and you've tuned into my podcast, Stroke Self-Help. This is episode number seven. I once had a client whom I will call Jerry. This is extremely common with strokes, but his brainstem was affected by the stroke in a way that affected his ability to stay very awake during the daytime. Like many others, Jerry had a situation in which some of the drugs he was using didn't interact well with each other. He also had a situation in which the side effects for the drugs he was using happened to be a very comprehensive list of all the problems he was actually having. But the biggest problem of all was that Jerry was taking an anti-seizure medication. Seizures are real, and they're a real risk, and in some cases it's necessary to take this kind of drug. Um, Note that your use of this information does not constitute us forming a doctor-patient relationship, and if you need medical advice, please get help from a medical practitioner whom you trust. Anti-seizure medications actually slow the speed of the entire brain. Um, That's actually the mechanism for how they help to prevent seizures. However, the problem is this. The nerve connections responsible for waking up the entire brain do so by increasing the speed of the entire brain. So in other words, Jerry was tired because of his brain damage, and he was even more tired because of his anti-seizure medicine. My method for him really necessitated that his brain would be awake. First, because an awake, alert, active brain is most likely to perform the type of metabolic activities that I needed it to perform. But second, because fast brain activity is absolutely necessary for neurological plasticity. If you're unsure about plasticity, you can check my podcast on that topic. I'm not aware of any scientific literature on this, but I'm aware that many claim that craniosacral therapy can stop seizures from happening. Again, I don't have any scientific evidence to back this claim, except to say that my limited personal experience confirms to me that craniosacral therapy is effective at stopping seizures from happening. I've also heard reports about upper cervical specific chiropractic techniques, such as the Blair technique, being effective in preventing more seizures from happening again. In summary, While the drug may be absolutely necessary, it seems reasonable to explore alternative approaches that may stop the seizures. The reason this is important is because there there is a very powerful likelihood that the anti-seizure medication will block the brain from healing itself, and it will also block any brain therapy from being very effective. For Jerry, the neurological activation I was providing didn't cause any changes in his brain as measured through neurological tests until after we successfully weaned him off the anti-seizure medication.
We were very fortunate in this case because Jerry didn't end up having any more seizures. Please also note that he did receive cranial psychotherapy, which might have been the reason why the seizures didn't come back. If you find that you are not able to reduce or omit the anti-seizure medication, but that you are interested in activating your loved one's brain as a self-help activity in order to help recover from the effects of the stroke, then I would suggest that you might be able to adjust the timing of taking the drug and or performing the neurological exercise. For example, if your loved one takes anti-seizure medication once in the morning and once in the evening, then in this case it might be best to schedule the brain exercises in the early evening right before you were planning to take the drug. This way the anti-seizure drug will be having its lowest effect on his body or her body at the time that you are trying to activate the brain. Of course, you may need to consult with your physician if you're planning to make any of these types of changes, including the timing of the drug. Well, that's it for now. Thanks for listening, and I'll talk to you soon.